start. Let's get into it. Alrighty then. Let's get going. <laughs> so welcome, welcome to two nerds and some other guy. Just kidding. We don't have to name it that. <laughs> two nerds and some other guy. It's it's a running title. We're we're working on it. It's we're workshopping it. We were actually oh, really contemplating. I think the title of just podcast. I thought that would work. Just podcast. Just podcast. Podcast. Um, but I feel like. So what, if, what kind of a podcast are you listening to? Oh, I'm listening to podcasts. No, but what's it called? Podcast. Really? What's it about? Eh, just stuff. Just a couple of guys shooting the. You know what? <laughs> we don't want. Yeah. We don't want to get the explicit label. Sorry. No, no, no. This is a family-friendly podcast. Podcast, the family-friendly podcast. Podcast. <laughs> that almost sounds like um, the, oh gosh, the uh, Emperor's New Groove line that Kronk says, like the, oh, right, the poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison that's chosen especially to kill Cusco, Cusco, poison. <laughs> I feel like we should just do a podcast of you doing your best Disney impressions. Oh, gosh. I, well, uh, <laughs> if we did that, I will make sure that everyone is very disappointed that most of my impressions are very good in the Muppet genre. I've okay. come to find out from my kids that that's, that's the best area that I, I've got. Okay, well, I so, want to hear some of them now that we're on the topic. Oh, oh gosh. Okay, now that we're let's off hear, topic. Let's hear your we... very best. Um, uh, what's uh, the song Kermit sings? Why are there so many? Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure you don't want to take that one or do you, in fact, do you want me to do it in fact if i if i if i can divulge a little bit of information about you uh okay. put you in a vulnerable yeah. situation here the other yeah, day no, when no. i stayed at your house i could hear you singing that to your kids through the through the door oh uh, how sweet and creepy <laughs> <laughs> you know what before i before i get into this i feel like we should probably do uh the listeners like some service about explaining who we both are, just not too much into detail. Uh, okay. I'm Will Casper, and uh, you go ahead, Tyrell. Okay, I feel like before I introduce myself, okay. I should get to introduce who you are. So you okay. said you're Will Casper. Perfect. I, I want to point Casper. out. I want to point out that Will Casper is the biggest nerd I know, and he loves things like uh, Marvel and Disney, and it makes him great. I didn't, I didn't really prepare much, but, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay, and then I'm Tyrell, okay. and you introduce me. All right, so this is uh, Tyrell James Jones. Uh, he is uh, a magician. Uh, he is a violinist. It's been a while. Uh, a longboarder on the side, uh, kind of a cowboy. Uh, not, not in the strictest sense. He knows how to ride a horse. Let's just say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. My sister's a cow, more of a cowgirl. I'm, I'm more of just like, a, I, I, I was born on the farm and uh, yeah, I participated. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, and let's see. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, an Elvis enthusiast. Uh, I do love Elvis. Oh man, uh, I don't know. Are you still doing this? But you used to collect uh, Pez dispensers. Yeah, so it's kind of a sore spot because so I I hadn't collected Pez dispensers for a long time. Then I got back yeah. into it because my my wife helped me get back into it. She started uh, helping me find nice collector uh, Pezes, and and in fact, in December this last December for yeah. uh for christmas she gave me a new pez dispenser every day for the entire month of december so i have actually Ooh. some really nice pez dispensers now but then covid comes around march comes around she decides she doesn't want to be married anymore so it's kind of a tough subject for me because i'm like now it's very affiliated with my wife yeah my ex-wife and i'm just like yeah i mean uh, I think, yeah yeah, so I don't know how. Yeah, well, how maybe, to feel maybe just entirely. put them in storage for a little while, and then yeah, I would say probably put them in storage for a while, and then you know maybe maybe they'll shine some new light later. Like who knows? Give them give them a time. Um. Yeah. Oh, what else can I say about Tyrell Jones? Um, I, I was I, gonna like add he, if if you got if you need a second to think, I was gonna add Will is the kind of guy. Okay, that when we were younger. <laughs> That sounds weird. Younger, to say. like like what? Like, ten years ago. So when we were in college, right? We'd be yeah, hanging out, and out of nowhere, Will would just be something. Do something like uh, at the top of his lungs. 
I want to be where the people are. Uh, <laughs> and he just starts singing, and I loved it. I want to see, you want to see them dancing. There you go. Walking around on those, <laughs> what do you call them? Oh, I got him started. Oh, feet. Yeah. All right. But yeah, no, I, I, I think we really blossomed in, uh, can I say that? We blossomed in sure. college. Like, that was, the, and, and okay, it's not the only college we ever went to, but it was the first one. And I think that's Snow College, really, Snow College in Ephraim, Utah. We're all from Utah, so spoiler alert, this podcast is really boring now that you know that we're both from Utah. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) whoops. Um, I'll just be my own uh, soundboard when we need, like, sound effects. Right, there you go. We'll save money on that. We don't have to go, or, well, we wouldn't have to find the sound effects. We'll just do them ourselves. Yep. But, no, like, overall, Tyrell Jones is an awesome guy. He's an awesome guy. Great friend. Thank you. Appreciate yep. it. I will, I will have to say, so I grew up most of my life without knowing you, Will. And despite That's that true. fact, even though we met uh, when we were in our, when we were 18, okay, you yep. have, have been and always will be my best friend in my mind. Um, you know, uh-huh. I, I, I have, I have cousins that I grew up with that were all my same age and I love them. Don't get me wrong, but I relate to you better yep. than, than anyone else I've ever met. And, uh, and so, yeah, you, you, I think will always be my best friend. Are you crying? Oh. Will, Will, don't cry. <laughs> I, I'm crying inside. I feel like I'm, I'm probably going to cry later for the sake of the podcast. I'm going to save the tears because yeah, I don't think together, that reads will. well on the mic. Yeah. I will keep my stuff. This podcast is supposed to be like manly men. Okay. We are manly men. Oh, oh. We are men, women in tights, tight tights. We roam <laughs> around the forest looking for fights. Robin Hood Men in Tights, one of the greatest movies of all time. William Casper, you know, not, ladies not and gentlemen. Not afraid to show your feminine side. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. Well, I, I have a question. Yeah, what's up? So we I feel like we've we've introduced ourselves. So we're trying to do a podcast. Why? Why do you want? Why do you want a podcast? What? What is your inspiration for this? Whew. Oh man! Why do I want a podcast? Personally, honestly, I think it has to really just do with the fact that I just, you know, just want to share my thoughts. I know that I probably share my thoughts with a lot of people, and maybe it's not as wanted, but you know, it's someone out there might want to hear it uh, as much as it is, like maybe heard by other people or whatever, you know what, but I also want to kind of come to a, an audio place where you can have a good time. I, I mean, when I started listening to podcasts, I'll be honest, it took me a while to get on the bandwagon. Cause you know, back in the beginning of podcasts, like they were all about self help and like, it was all this serious stuff or like, it was basically from what I understood from everybody else, it was all just intellectual stuff. And I was like, Ah, who wants to be smart? I, I'd rather have fun. Sorry to interrupt, but I feel like you almost no, used your Peter Griffin voice just there. <laughs> no, that would be ridiculous. I'm not going to, oh gosh, I can't even do <laughs> It's been too long. And I will admit, I don't, uh, I'm not a fan of fam- Family Guy. That was an early college phase. You know, everyone has one, you know, you're either into like the Simpsons or family guy or what have you and then you then you grow up you're out of it you understand that you don't need that kind of copy and it's not as widely uh accepted to a lot of people anyway but um sorry if i touched a sore spot there will no (laughs) no 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 it's all good i just want to make sure that everyone understands this is a family friendly podcast and i understand that family guy is not really family friendly <laughs> as it's much a, as it sounds like it might be. Um, oh gosh. What were we even talking about? We were talking about, Oh, why, why, yeah, sorry. Why do you want to do podcasting? But like when I, uh, so like just listening to podcasts uh, in my late twenties to now, uh, I, it's actually been one of those like little comforts that you go to. Cause there's a wide variety of types of podcasts. Like, um, audio uh, listening novels like okay again going back to the fact I'm a nerd uh, and also thanks to you Tyrell I think wasn't it the Wolverine podcast that you're like you yes. need to listen to this so and good I was like holy crap this is amazing and it made me think of like when I was a kid and you listen to like books on tape but with like sound effects which is so much more cool um, 
but then of course you listen to like all the like the funnier self-help stuff like uh i can't even think but no like there's something in there for everybody and it just kind of like got me thinking you know what this would be fun to do with with tyrell it'd be really awesome Mm, um but what about you why do you why why did you want to get into podcasting so I started listening to podcasting when I got a job driving for a popular, I don't know if we can say these kinds of things out out loud, but for a popular, a parcel delivery service that rhymes with Schmedex. And anyway, um, when I was driving for them, I found myself really inclined to listening to early morning radio and things like that. And then I discovered podcasting and realized I could listen to radio shows basically all day, every day. Um, but I, yeah. I, I quickly, um, I quickly uh, found myself in, in the types of podcasts out there that are very storytelling styled podcasts. And I've, I've kind of fluctuated back and forth, but I started uh, listening to things like this American life, uh, radio lab. Um, what are some other ones? There's a, you know, great uh, set of uh, shows from the, the podcasting company Gimlet. Uh, and yeah. I, I started listening to a lot of those and I found, um, you know, I've always been kind of a storyteller. I, I start, I start into something and I find myself just embellishing it, uh, adding to it things that just make it so much more exciting. And, and I found that, that basically I, I love, I love the art of storytelling. Uh, that's why I studied theater in college where, where I met you, Will, and you were also studying yep. theater. Um, that's right. And and I love yeah. listening to audiobooks, and I I love uh, I love feeling connected with the human race. Uh, I guess if that's a that's kind of a weird, over the top way to maybe put it, but but some of the podcasts that I listen to, just uh, they're so well put together that they can't I can't ever like I can't help but feel uh, emotional sometimes when I'm listening to them. And, yeah, and and that. I mean, I know this podcast we're, we're doing today is just you and I sitting down shooting the bull, but, but uh, eventually that's what I want us to be able to do is move into the realm of creating something that, that inspires and helps people to feel things, you know, helps people to feel emotions and connect with themselves and with, with the world. So that's why I want to do podcasts. That's awesome. And also, just because you said shooting the bull, I want everyone to understand that we do not condone animal violence. That is just a phrase. <laughs> In case you didn't know, uh, we are not literally shooting bulls. No, 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 no. Or as uh, uh, when I was in Colombia for two years, we're not uh, chewing roosters. That was a phrase. Mamando gallo. That's what it was. Chewing roosters. Okay. Yeah, that's just like shooting the crap, shooting the breeze, like mamando gallo, chewing roosters. I don't know why. Weird. It just is. (laughs) It just is. Crossing cultural cultural boundaries. Yeah. For those of you who are also kind of getting like, oh, right. They're from Utah. So therefore, they're probably like, they probably were missionaries. And yes, both of us were missionaries. Uh, full two years amazing time of our lives uh i went to i was in Colombia, in the coast there's only four missions down there amazing i was probably one of the few white guys there but (laughs) that's okay that's okay it was a good time in my life and i enjoyed it well since we're on the topic i served my mission in south africa which was excuse me which was really really awesome I mean, it's been so long but now. You were, I haven't even like. You were not the it. only white guy there. I was not, because South Africa is a pretty diverse place. I mean, I was definitely among the minority being there. But, yeah, that's um, true. yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a great place. Loved it. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Seriously, my cat right now, like, still, oh my gosh, she is just giving me like the stink eye glare. Like I have done something wrong. Like I have taken her favorite toy or murdered a member of her family. And she just, she's like saying with her eyes, like soon, soon you will pay. (laughs) I hear that cats often have a tendency to, to seem uh, murderous. Yeah. Cat holes do have a tendency to be buttholes, but I will go on record. Did you mean to say that? Okay. Buttholes. No, you said cat holes do have a tend to be buttholes. Uh, oh, no. to be, that's what you said. 
<laughs> oh no, oh no. Anyway, cats tend to, yeah, okay. But I do have to say, I, I love all three of them. And I think that uh, Sugar, the one that's staring at me, is giving me another glare for how incompetent I am right now. She, she totally is like, you totally didn't mean to say that. You shouldn't have said that. You're an idiot. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Well, so maybe we can talk about some of the, the ideas or expectations we have for this particular podcast. Um, mm. What, what is, what is your particular expectation for this podcast? Will? what do you want to, what do you want to see it become? Mm. Honestly, at the end of the day, I, what I want this podcast to become, if at all possible is like some kind of a podcast where you, you know, if you're just having a bad day, you just want to just not worry about stuff. You just turn it on and you have a good laugh about two guys. who are just, are just talking just to talk and like you can just get lost in the conversation whether it's your kind of thing or not who knows you might get a good laugh out of it or you might learn something who knows i'm not expecting this to be uh something like oh my gosh they're so they're so in tune with everything it's like no we're just regular guys uh, just, will you forget though we we are in tune with everything and everyone should listen to this podcast because <laughs> it's gonna be the best one Yep. Just kidding. Yes, absolutely. Sorry. Sorry yes, go ahead. You're right. I, I miss, misspoke. I misspoke. Yes. Everyone should be under the assumption that we do know everything and that, that we do have knowledge to disperse amongst the masses that we need to get this message across. Like That's everyone right. needs to know. Basically, we're starting a cult, right? <laughs> Can't call it a cult. Sorry. I am so sorry. What I meant was we're starting <laughs> – a community <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no we're yeah we're we're, we're good people we're good believe people. me we are we're we not are. trying to uh to suck you into our cult although you can send us money if you'd like um yep uh yeah send us money uh like and subscribe uh follow us I, all that you good know, stuff all, the, all that good stuff that's all we ask that's all we ask <laughs> okay i think maybe this is a good time for us to take a break what do you think okay yeah, I think, we're, no, I think we regroup. Break. We regroup. You know, just uh, we'll, we'll insert an ad here. Uh, go from there. All right, and we are back. You're recording. All right. Testing, yep, testing. Recording. One, two, three. I'm testing. I've always wanted to do that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uno, dos, tres. I don't know why that jumped into my head. All right. I don't either. Anyway, we are back. This is Will and Tyrell on the podcast called Podcast. It will soon be named something else. Um, Maybe. We'll what, see. We'll figure what, it out. Will, why don't you take it, take it away? Let's, uh, let's get back into it. What do you have for us? Well, let's, let's just dive right into what is like just what's been happening, you know? Like what's the big thing that we're still all – trying to handle or get over and that would be our beloved rona the coronavirus oh, and uh welcome to our welcome to welcome to our podcast corona how are you will don't you know people <laughs> are so sick of hearing about coronavirus <laughs> yeah i know i know well i don't want to get into like real deep details or anything about it just like it's 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 been a long t it's been a long year so far and we're just yeah. barely halfway through i think and you know what go ahead oh sorry yeah no we're just we're just trying to hang on we're hanging on for dear life just trying to go back to something normal just something normal i i think what i so what i was going to add to that is i think that us in utah have actually been somewhat lucky compared to the rest of the united states and the rest of the world like yeah, there's places in Utah that it has been crazy and, and it has spiked. But it, like for the most part, our lives have have been able to to move back to normalcy, I think, more than others. Because I think like in places like New York City, they're still on like heavy lockdown. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and for us, because we're a rural state and everyone's so spread out, cases were not so bad. However... You did have the coronavirus. You you are one of the lucky few who got it. I did it. for a short time. Yep, me and my wife both had it. How it was, was one of those things where, you know, it was, I mean, it, it, it was what it was. I do believe that she and I didn't get, like, 
a really bad case. I mean, it did knock her a little bit harder than it did me. But, I mean, she did also get it first. And, you know, everyone asked, like, where'd you get it? That was the thing. We're like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I was working at a Walmart distribution center at the time. I would have thought, well, maybe I got it. I don't know. But, you know, we took all the proper precautions and everything. So, honestly, ultimately, I don't know. Like, we, we ended up getting it. We both quarantined. Uh, I stayed six feet away from her as possible, as much as I possibly could. I mean, cause one, we live in the same house. I had to sleep in another room and all that kind of jazz. And then within two days of her actually getting a positive diagnosis, I started feeling like crap. And so I was like, Oh, well it was bound to happen. And so, yeah. And then we all, we were Corona. <laughs> I'm trying to make Corona a verb. We were Corona it together. Just, <laughs> just two peas in one coronavirus pod. I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, we got out of it pretty unscathed. Like, I mean, it was a very, very long three weeks, like, altogether, I think. Well, it felt like it was an entire month, which, I mean, I guess in most cases. It's pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close to a month. Um, But, yeah, no, we got out of it. We were okay. We were happy to go outside for a change after a while. Um, I would have to say, like, right now, like, yes, our lives are getting back to somewhat of a normalcy, but I think the one thing we're still having, like a lot of people, it's, it's always, it's the mask, obviously. I know that's also a sore spot for a lot of people. Like, oh, enough with the mask. Especially like, in Utah. Like, people don't yeah, like it. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? If masks are what get us to a normal state of living again, I will, I will wear a mask. I'm yeah, fine with it. I agree. Well, like my biggest thing, all that, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. You were going to say, yeah. Like, honestly, I know this sounds like incredibly, like I'm just like spoiled or entitled, like, cause there's like so many other things I could be worrying about, but I, I just, I want to be able to go to the theaters and see a new release like that is one of my favorite things to do. I, I don't get to do it nearly as, as often as I would like even before Corona. So, so it's yeah. just like been driving me extra crazy. Like I, I just like, I see trailers for things and it's supposed to have come out months ago, but because of coronavirus, right. it's not. And I hate it. I hate right. it so much. Right. Yeah. Right. So I would have to ask, well, um, on, like not to dive into like, all those home release movies, which I say all of them, I honestly don't remember a ton. I remember that they had the whole Trolls World Tour. That was the first, and everyone's like, "What?" And which then there's I, like, I didn't "What?" Watch because, like, don't get me wrong, I do love uh, some animated movies, and you know, I'm a 30 yeah. year old man, but I still love watching like Disney Pixar movies or Disney. Uh, oh yeah, animation. Nothing um, wrong with that. Trolls wasn't one of my my go-to so i didn't actually even see that right one, but, but yeah so there's trolls right. uh what else do you remember scoob the that new animated scooby-doo movie that they tried <laughs> i mean they didn't really they didn't really do a lot of advertising i mean they did and i was like for my kids i was like i'd go see it but like i didn't hear much about it so i was like maybe it wasn't as great as we thought it would be but i mean other than that i think there was like maybe a couple like I know this is going to sound really weird because I am an adult, but adult films, uh, not in the sense that what that means, but like not a X rated. Gotcha. I see what you're saying. Grown up, grown up, mature movies. Yeah. Mature movies that a child would deem boring. They, they, there was a couple of those, I think. The one in particular that I remember, and it was actually kind of, it was, I was kind of stoked about it. So I went to the theater and I was actually worried about it at first because it was like, right as we were getting into all this and I wasn't sure like our theater is allowed to go to this or not. Well, our local theater here was open. So we went in there um, and we went and saw Onward, the Disney, uh, the Disney movie. And I was actually so stoked because I went and saw it in theaters. And then like two days later, it came out on demand on Vudu. And I was like, yes, I'm buying it. That, that was like the only moment I was stoked where coronavirus changed something about movies. But um, like, I like that I can get them in my home, like immediately, but I, I really do want them to come out in theaters. I miss that experience, that, that social experience. Um, I was going to say out of all those movies that were coming out, was there any one that you were really anticipating over any of the others that you got really disappointed that it wasn't going to come out? Um, 
I can't, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Um, I really, and I, this one was in theater, so it might not apply, but the um, uh, Knives Out, did you see that one? Oh, yeah. Yep, uh, that yep, that was one that I, sure. I had wanted to see. Um, I ended up seeing it at home. Um, but, but it's been long enough now that like it's, it's become something I haven't proactively been looking at just because I'm like, what's the point? I can't, I can't, uh, <laughs> go to the theater anyway, you know? So I, I haven't thought about it for a minute, but what about you? Yeah. Oof. Um, I honestly, I'm trying to think, I want to say the movie that I was looking forward to the most just because of the time frame that it was all set, like everything happened. I want to say, and I think this is just me saying it to say it. I think it was Mulan just because I am a hardcore Disney fan that, Mm -hmm. you know, I was ready for that new live adaptation. I mean, it is coming out like this week, actually, like on the fifth, I think. On Disney Plus or what? I think it came out either today or it's on the fifth. Yeah. It comes out on Disney Plus. And they are, I thought it was going to be for free, but I mean, like, I understand Disney still needs to make money off of a film that they spent all that hard, hard earned money to put together. So they're charging kind of like how they did for the in-home movie stuff. But, um, yeah, wait, they're, they're charging, they're charging. So even though you pay Disney plus subscription, you have to pay extra for like premium content. Like basically, well, yeah, and I think it, oh, I think geez. I mean I mean think about like it that. like um well I know it's because it, it's on the streaming app. I mean I app, get it, but of, yeah, you get you kind of just because it's on the streaming app, you almost feel like it should be free because you're already paying for the service of the app. But I mean I can understand the company Disney. They're like, well, why make this huge movie and not get like you know paid for it? Because I mean they're not going to see a lot of money if they don't. And, right. But I mean, I think that they're probably going to be okay because I don't see Disney like continuing to do this as much as everyone was all questioning, you know, what, what's what, like this new format of seeing movies? Is it going to change the movie industry? It goes back to what you were saying, Tyrell. What you're paying for is not the film. You're paying for the experience. Everyone enjoys the movie going experience as much as there are like those downsides where someone's in your seat, they shouldn't be, or like the concessions are all expensive and everyone does this everyone does this is sneak in snacks like just to <laughs> save themselves a few bucks it's not a mystery people but like you still no 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 but like it is the experience like you know and you can you can attest to this like because there was that uh drive-in movie theater uh near ephraim i can't remember mm-hmm. what's what's That's the town uh, fairview fairview utah Fairview. There's a few yeah. few drive-ins I mean, like, in, in Utah still. There's one in Fairview, and then there's one up in uh, the Ogden area. I think it's uh, is it Riverton? No, it's not Riverton. I I think you're right. I think it's either South Jordan or Riverton. It's in that area. I did see advertisement for it. And that one's actually um, really cool. They have like four screens, and when you go in, you can do double feature every time. So you watch one, and then the next one comes on right after. So you get two movies in one. Sorry, but uh, that's probably not going on right now. I don't know if, if drive-ins are allowed or not. I don't know. Maybe who knows? But like, okay, that aside, like all like, cause just I can just imagine like those of you who are listening, like if you just like take a thought, like you know, ooh, a drive-in movie. Like you immediately think of like, man, how cool is that? Because it's like, it's like this, you got this nostalgia or like this, like just this quaint feeling you get. I mean, even you also, you also have so many memories of just going to the regular movie theater. Like when, I mean, I even remember when they started doing midnight releases, like that was like amazing. So cool. You'd, you'd, You'd wait, you'd wait. And all of a sudden, you know, you'd go get in line, it'd be the midnight showing of Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, at World's End or something like that. I, I'm only saying that because that was the first ever midnight showing I ever went that to. you went to? And yeah, and then everyone like dressed up. And then I got older and like they kept doing that as a thing. And then they started shifting it to like Thursdays uh, in the afternoon, which I was like, well, then why? Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I can't complain being a father and going like, you know what? It's release date is on Friday, but like they're doing a seven o'clock on Thursday that means I can pay for a babysitter. I'm totally going to see it and getting in bed at a decent hour. 
Yeah, I, yeah. You mentioned the first one you went to was at World's End, and I, I'm just circling back to that. So, sadly, the first midnight showing I ever went to, and it's this is pathetic because I was like, I was already 18 at the time, but it was yeah. um, it was Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Oh no! I know. Oh, no. I was so oh, upset. Oh. I was like, oh, no. I stayed up I think till I two in the morning for this. Forget it. <laughs> Let's let's kind of pedal back. Um, just getting into the the movies now. Like I'm lo- I'm so glad that we're now uh, seeing trailers for things, and it's like back in in the big screen. Like we're not going back to the TV. And I'm like, yes, that's what we want. We want to go back to the theaters. I don't care if I have to sit six feet apart from somebody. I like sitting alone in the theater anyway. Granted, okay, I don't entirely mean that. I love sitting next to my wife and maybe some close friends. Other than that, I don't need anyone else near me. No, nobody else. But I totally am ready. I'm ready to go back to the theaters. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so uh, speaking of movies and uh, kind of disappointment and stuff like that, which uh, maybe we tread carefully here. But like, yeah, so the uh, the recent death of Chadwick Boseman, how, how did oh. you take that? Oh, my gosh. The fact that he kept it all... I feel like he kept it pretty quiet. I mean, I might be wrong that uh, like what he was battling and he was such a treasure on the silver screen. Like he was amazing. I can never see anyone else as the Black Panther. He oh my gosh, he was amazing. He was he just sucked me right in. I I just remember I think cuz right now the scene that I'm thinking of is not even in the Black Panther movie. It was Captain in America. Captain America Civil War where his dad, yeah, where his dad had just died and he's sitting out on the bench just holding his dad's ring and just like, just, oh my gosh, you could feel the pain and anger. Like, he is an amazing actor. And I'm saying that he is. Even though yeah. he is no longer with us, he is still an amazing actor. And I and he- just... I mean, Wakanda forever. I know I'm a white boy saying that, but Wakanda <laughs> for freaking ever. He was, he was amazing. He was amazing. And I, I really think it's, he left us too soon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I feel kind of guilty. And, and this partly comes from when you and I first talked about this, but I do feel partly guilty because like my first yeah. thought was, oh my gosh, what are they going to do for the next Black Panther movie? You know? And I, I realized like that is a little bit <laughs> selfish, like to, you know, to be, to yeah. be thinking that way. But yeah. yeah, I mean, like you're saying, like, and, and I got thinking there, there's actually quite a few movies that he's done that, that I really didn't think about because Black Panther kind of eclipsed them all, but like he was in the Jackie, uh, Jackie Robinson movie. Right. Yep. Um, yeah, he was. Yeah, and I mean, he he did he does such a, a good job at being a dynamic character. Like you know, he 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 was very convincing as as Black Panther as an African man, you know, coming from Africa. Um, like and and uh, one of the parts that got me so excited, I you know, I spent a lot of time in South Africa on my mission. And when he, when they were speaking right. in Kosa, oh man, that got me so stoked. I, I know that's unrelated to him as a person, but, but just, yeah, th- those are things that, that made me be just hooked on him. And I'm so sad um, and disappointed that, that he's left us. Um, I actually, I actually, for, for whatever reason, I was under the impression that they were filming another Black Panther, but then found out that they never did because he got his diagnosis pre-production uh, and so they held off. Did you hear that? See, I did not hear that. I knew that they had something in the tank that they had announced that they were going to. I did not hear. I mean, that's, I guess that's a good thing too. Like, you know, why, why going to a movie knowing that, you know, it's not, it's that you're going to have to either recast or whatever. Uh, I think, yeah, that was probably a smart move to not go into production on that when you found out that he was going to be battling such a, such a, you know, such a thing. Because was it, was it, what was it again that he died? He, so he had colon cancer, cancer? colon cancer. So apparently he had colon cancer for, for the last four years and was battling that. I mean, he may, he may have had it before then. That's the the unfortunate part about cancer, but yeah, he he knew he had cancer and and was battling that for about four years and until it finally got the best of him. 
Um, and I was actually, you know, yeah. I, I hadn't been paying attention to this before and I feel, feel sad that I hadn't been, but when I started seeing pictures of him on Instagram, Facebook, things like that, I did notice uh, that some of the, the photos and videos and things of him that had been taken later, um, he was looking much, much skinnier and a little bit, a uh, little bit less healthy. And I don't think I would have realized that, you know, had, had thing, had, had someone not put it together alive. that way. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, um, do you think it would be better? Like, okay. So talking about the Black Panther uh, series or, or franchise, yeah. What do you think would be best? Do you think it that they should recast someone uh, who can try to fill his shoes, or do you think that they should just lay it to rest? What What are your feelings? Ooh, that's a good question. Because you know what, I still believe that Black Panther had like that movie was really good. Like it, had, it's one of those things that you don't really see nowadays. Um, an African American. Uh, main hero in the superhero genre like there are a few in the past that have have been that way like some might argue oh well what about Rhodey from Iron Man well yeah he is a hero but he's, he not, wasn't, he's not the main I mean, hero he's has to, yeah he's not the main hero that's Iron Man but you know what Black Panther I I mean you even mean learning about him oh, in like Rhodey. the con- never mind sorry I mixed him up go ahead oh no no I got gotcha. you um no, but like learning about Black Panther in the comics and like as well as like in like an animated show, I really enjoyed his character. He was such an amazing uh, comic book hero. Like just the dynamic of him being a part of a civilization that like is hidden from regular eyes and is like so far advanced than anybody, but they keep it to themselves. But then turn around in later uh, comics that they want to be able to share that with the world, which they did in the in the movie. Like, because they, it's just, it's a really, really inspiring character. Like, he is not only uh, an African man; he is also like he he is a king, and he's also like super smart. Like, it's almost like an equivalent to almost like Batman in a way. But it's he just is an amazing character, and I do think that if if they have the right script, they should. And if it's detrimental to what they want to do in the MCU, I think they they shouldn't let Black Panther be laid to rest, even though the actor is no longer with us. I think it wouldn't do any harm. I mean, it will be a little rough to have to like meet or even like get anywhere close to his level of portraying the character, but like that kind of comes with the territory of being an actor, you know, like uh, I can definitely say like people who have played certain roles before you always are intimidated by like, Oh, am I going to do okay to like even do this role justice? But you know, if he does it, I I think he, I think it would be fine. Ultimately. I feel like it would be fine if they recasted the black Panther. I think the, I think, I think we all would like to see black Panther too. Do you, do you like, um, when you say you feel like it should be recasted, like, do you feel like someone should should take the place uh, uh, that Chadwick Boseman w- w- was uh, filling as uh, King T'Challa? Uh, sorry, no. Yeah. Uh, oh. Am I saying that? No, right? you're right. You're right. Um, yeah. No, yes, so, like, do you yeah. think they should replace him or do you think they should recast it in a way that there is then a new Black Panther? Um, you know what? Uh, I can see it going both ways. I mean, especially because of how the the movie industry is going these days. I can see it going either they rewrite a new character to take the place of T'Challa or I mean, or they just keep T'Challa or even so, like when I say rewrite, it could be either uh, a man or a woman. I don't know because hmm. it can go any way, either way in the in the movie industry nowadays. I mean, like they're already making it so, I mean, and this is all based off of the comics too. Thor also uh, can be a woman. Like Thor right. kind of goes off. Well, I heard that, Thor. I actually heard that that's something yeah. they're going to do with Natalie Portman. That's right. Cause Jane Foster is uh, in the comics. That's Canon. She becomes lady Thor. Hmm. How does or, well, she, how they does don't she... call her that, but they... what do they call her? No, just, they just call her Thor because it kind of goes down to like what Odin says, like, you know, whoever is worthy, they will be able to wield the power of Thor. 
Gotcha. So like if you're worthy to so basically if you wanted to like look at it that way, like in um spoiler alert, in the last uh Avengers movie that came out, Captain America, he was able to pick up the the hammer. So in a sense, he could be like I guess if you wanted to look at it this way, he's Captain Thor. Like he can okay. be called referenced as Thor because he had Thor's power. Gotcha. Okay. How uh, how do you think they're gonna uh... Which side tangent? I was just going to say, side tangent, uh, how awesome of a pairing of weaponry would that be? <laughs> An unbreakable shield and the Mjolnir. Holy crap. Yeah, that would be amazing. Holy well, crap. like from the first yeah. Avengers, we see what happens like when Mjolnir hits Captain America's shield, you know, and it makes this like gigantic just boom uh, because yep. the vibranium, you know, can can take that kind of impact. And uh, yeah. Yep. Did they? You want did to know something do... kind of? Uh, Go ahead. Little nerd fact. Um, I don't know how consistent this is in the comics. <laughs> right, nerd alert. That should be like a little thing that we have. Just nerd <laughs> alert. Anyway, but um, I don't know how consistent this is in the comics. But um, not only is um, Captain America or Steve Rogers' shield made of vibranium which also ties to the black panther which is the one uh metal right. that they have that which helped them be all technological um because you remember what vibranium basically does right it it, it just uh, absorbs it, all kinetic energy yes. basically yeah yes it does hence why like whenever thor hit it it exploded like in a sound wave around it so it was all just that kinetic energy from thor's hammer but on top of it being made of vibranium, there is also intermittently, like, melded with it just um, another Marvel-based metal, which is called animantium, which that might sound familiar. Wait, yeah, animantium, which is – that belongs to the um, – X-Men. You know, universe. our favorite Canadian X-Men man, you know, <laughs> Hugh Jackman playing – the Wolverine, exactly. His metal, who, which is unbreakable unless it's also animantium. So his shield is supposed to be made of vibranium and animantium. So it absorbs kinetic energy as well as it is, is unbreakable. unbreakable. Jinx. <laughs> but I mean, of course, that, that kind of didn't prove true in the movie with the Avengers because Thanos was able to beat the crap out of the shield that it broke. So I don't know what his sword was made yeah. of. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It, maybe just because, you know, MCU Plot didn't hole. have licenses. Yeah. Or you know what? Maybe it's because it was the MCU didn't have uh, any licensing with, you know, because Fox still had the X-Men. That's right. And so Animantium's kind of off the table. So maybe the MCU's shield is just vibranium. So that maybe that's it. Maybe it just didn't matter. So how, uh, if they didn't have the licensing for, um, for X-Men, isn't uh the scarlet witch and uh quicksilver aren't they technically x-men characters yes but if you remember they were never referred to as quicksilver or scarlet witch they were just referred to as the romanoff twins Uh... and they went by their first names so no that's how they got around it they did they could not actually say their their x-men names in the comics that that would be that'd be bad you know, set up for a lawsuit in that way. So that's why. Um, okay. Well, I, I kind of derailed it there. I asked you the question of like how you felt about recasting. It sounds like you're okay with that. I have a little bit different opinion and I agree with everything that you said, like, like as a character, it should be continued somehow, like, because it's such an empowering character, especially right now, letting everybody have, have equality. Um, my only, my personal bias is like, I have always had a hard time with recasting. Like it just, uh, it just throws me, just throws me for a loop. I get used to a character and the way they look and the way you know they talk and their cadence. And I just have the hardest time when someone else takes over directly uh, in a role. Like, like uh, we, we mentioned Rhodey, for example. Rhodey changed actors between Iron Man one and the rest of them. And I, even then I had the hardest time with that. Like I just, it just, Oh, I hate it. 
then you get people who watch the movie and have absolutely no idea that the actor even changed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can, I can totally understand that. I guess it doesn't hit me as hard as it does you. I like, I mean, it depends on their, their delivery of the role. Cause right. sometimes they do a lot better than the previous and, actor. Uh, and I will agree with that on in the character of Rhodey. Like the, the, the recast was actually fantastic. Like I think he did so much better than the, the original um, actor. Unfortunately, I can't remember their, their names at all, but um but yeah, but I'm just talking about the initial uh, moment when I realized they had recast the role. It just ugh, just rubs me the wrong way, and I have the hardest time with it. Because you get you get attached, you get attached to who that because yeah. that embodies that person, and then all of a sudden right. it's a new person's face, but it's got to be the same guy's name and everything, and they're supposed to be the same character, and you're like, but it's right. not. So so I guess I can just hope that if they if they do choose to continue with the Black Panther uh, franchise, that they do it in a way that's tasteful, helps us to feel like the you know the new character is worthy of being the Black Panther, as well as as not necessarily just tries to eclipse Chadwick Boseman's performance. You know, some 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 you know like maybe her sis his sister uh, can become the next Black Panther. You know that would make Ooh. sense. I, I would not mind that because she's super yeah. smart and she yeah, totally absolutely. knows how to fight. She's got those little, she's got those Iron Man Panther claws. I don't know. Got she, she pretty like much out of it. Well, that and like she's royalty, you know. So I mean, it would follow the same family line. Um, but one of the things that was brought up to me is like, how would they then imbue her with power? Because the purple flower, as they call it, or the the heart shaped flower, as they call it, those all got destroyed. So. Oof. What do they do there? I honestly think that they would have to do it in a sense that, like, I don't think that same method would be possible. I think they would have to reinvent her in the sense that because she is so technologically smart, she might be able to find a way to just enhance her abilities via the suit, kind of like in an Iron Man-esque way. Okay, well... I mean, think of it this way. way. Like, Batman still Batman. He doesn't have to have superpowers, and he's still awesome. That is true. So either way, I hope I hope it works out because you know I am a huge fan of the Black Panther. Uh, not only because I I you know spent two years of my life in Africa, but just such a great character, just so cool, so sleek, so epic. Uh, you know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, so we're gonna take a break real quick, and we will be right back in just a moment. All right, so we are back. Will we are back. Will, will Casper and uh, myself, yep. Tyrell. So we've been talking about a lot of random stuff. That's kind of the whole point of this podcast to begin with is yeah. for us to find our niche, for for you, the listener, to to hear us and and maybe at some point give us feedback if if you are interested in what we have to say or or even just to take this as a podcast that's just easy listening. Um, oh, that yeah. being said, why don't we dive into some of the things that you and I have talked about off the mic uh, for ideas we have for podcasts, what we want to, what we want to put out there. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, I, you, yeah, you, you can start. Why don't you I, go? I was actually going to say you came up with a pretty, uh, pretty good idea um, that I think will take some time for us to figure out how, how to kind of put it together um, but it, it's kind of like a choose your own adventure type podcast. Tell, tell us more yes. about that. So it is, I mean, obviously it's definitely a work in progress and uh, it needs to be written out pretty well. So if any of you are familiar, if you are familiar with like, like he said, uh, choose your own adventure. Like they used to be in chapter books or in like video games where depending upon your decisions would uh, determine the outcome of the adventure. I kind of want to try and do that in a podcast format, but uh, it's kind of like a choose your own adventure meets. And I know this sounds really, really nerdy. A D and D kind of esque adventure in the only in the sense that I will be a narrator or for those who understand D and D the dungeon master, but that's not what we're going to call it. I will be a narrator who depicts a story in a setting for people on the podcast. I have, several several different ideas because how i want this podcast to work 
is that it is a recurring uh, type of adventure where it has a similar pre uh, premise each time each scenario is played out. Because each adventure, it won't take, hopefully won't take too long, but it'll all be intertwined and it'll have some kind of a, like a big ending, like it's all connected. I don't know. It's, it's something that will definitely need to be uh, thought out and written real well. And we'll probably bring in a lot more people, hopefully, that would like to help out with our, mm -hmm. uh, that podcast in particular, those who might be interested in all that. Yeah. So like on that, like I'd, I'd like to, you know, mention for our listeners, like I think our hopes, at least my, my vision, my hopes are that if we, if we get uh, going and podcasting well enough, we can have multiple podcasts. So, you know, this is, this is one of them, you and I just talking, yes. you know, giving our thoughts about the world and, and, you know, sharing uh, just, just, just easy listening bs whatever um but then oh, we, we'd yeah. also like oh. to be able to branch into a little bit higher quality more refined podcasts so this would be one of those where we were do a little bit more to, to produce it edit it get it get it worked out so it's just as a fun storytelling adventure um and we have a couple of ideas for that you know one of the ideas that i came up with and this goes back to you know why i want to do podcasting is um, it's just to get a human connection and, and, and feel, you know, feel connected to the human, human condition. I came up with the kind of the, this is obviously all these names are work in progress, but, but kind of an overcoming heartbreak type of a, type of a podcast. Um, and, and the idea of that is to, to talk to real people about challenges and trials they've gone through that were just, you know, traumatic and, and really, put people at the brink, uh, you know, of, of, of who they are and just, you know, really challenge people, um, get their stories, get, get a, a connection with them and, and figure out, you know, what they were feeling, try to relate to them and then come around full circle to where hopefully they've been able to overcome their trial and their challenge. And the idea behind that podcast would be to, to give people who are listening, who are having trials, uh, some kind of hope and a, and a feeling of, uh, of of being able to to overcome for themselves. Another another reason why I'm interested in a podcast like that is I I feel like in a in a really short amount of time uh, in my life I've I've suddenly just gone through a lot of loss and a lot of uh, you know just moments that have challenged who I always you know, perceive myself to be, um, you know, I lost an uncle who I, w I wasn't necessarily super close to, but it, it, he, he was kind of like a situation like Chadwick Boseman where it was so quick and so sudden and, and took everybody by such surprise that it really rocked my, my world and my understanding of, of what it means to be alive and how quickly that can be taken away. Just things like that. Um, you know, I recently went through a divorce and that's just really hard to do. So things like that are, are things that uh, make me feel attached to a podcast like that. Anyway, um, so let's, you know, going forward, uh, talk about a couple other things like what, uh, what do you hope to achieve with this podcast and or other podcasts that we, we hope to put out? I just hope that like, yeah, I just hope that whatever we choose to do, like with these podcasts, that it just really becomes a safe haven for people just to come and listen like, okay, with this one that we're doing right now, which is a podcast with no name, uh, we're working on it, you know, a podcast called podcast, uh, just for them to just come and just, you know, sit back, relax and enjoy just nonsensical, just jibber jabber. I mean, like there's some topical stuff that they can listen to and probably weigh in on. Heck, I would even be, um, I'd be open to like maybe even opening up like, um, an email or something where they can uh, send us like prompts of stuff they want us to talk about or things that we could talk about with them or questions they have and have segments that talk about that. Probably not have that be the whole podcast, but near the end. Um, and then of course with the podcast that I want to do uh, what, like later down the road, have that be just an enjoying like adventure, just like something to escape just because I feel like, movies and books and all that kind of stuff tv shows they do that for everybody and that's always found i've always found that relaxing and then of course i think 
with yours, I can definitely see that being something that helps people. Cause you know what, the stuff that you go through is you're not the only one, you know, like yeah. I, I can see that being something that people would look to and enjoy and, and help them with their struggles and stuff. We might do a lot of good. Yeah. And I like, uh, I by, by no means want to, want to, say that like I you know my challenges are just so overwhelming or you know or, or more deserving of, of one person you know more deserving of others out there who have gone through harder stuff um, but I just know that like when I have listened to podcasts or stories or things like that that are real and, and raw and about people like when I have been going through a hard time they like you know sometimes you know I drive a lot for work and sometimes I'll just start crying in the car and afterwards yep. it just feels so good it feels like such a release to be able to get those emotions out sometimes i didn't even know i was having at the time um, yeah all due to to a podcast and being able to hear somebody's uh, story so. yeah no i totally like it happens it happens it sneaks yeah. up on you and it's just like you know the whole world is just leaning on your shoulder and you just you just you you just cry you just feel like you gotta and you let it out and like you are ugly crying like nobody's business and then it feels so good and then you feel relieved afterwards it's just it's just a weight lifted off of you yeah i totally get it totally get it totally get it <laughs> so um maybe you our listener can um you know, pipe in if you, if you feel up to it, to tell us your thoughts and feelings about our ideas we've shared so far, give us some other ideas on, on what to podcast. If, if you're interested in being kind of an active part of, of what we're doing here, a couple other just random ideas that I've had. Um, and this, this is actually similar to your idea, Will, of doing like a choose your own adventure podcast. But um, I, I had one uh, back in uh, a while ago of doing like a story collaboration. Okay. Where the idea is we write a story and then uh, we, we, you know, tell that story in the form of it being a story. And then we allow others to submit how they think the story should continue. And, you know, if we, 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 pick whichever one we think will go along with it the best. We feature who wrote that piece of the story and we go on to, uh, to tell the rest of the story. What do you think about that? I mean, it's very similar to yours, except it uh, adds an element of audience participating. Participation oh yeah. No more. Uh, yeah, no, I was going to say that sounds very much so like um, something we would do in theater class with like, yeah. like, Oh yeah. Like with Brad or something like when we were in, back at snow college, it seriously sounds like something we would do. Or like the uh, the game uh, that you, you sometimes play, and maybe I maybe this is just me, but where you uh, you you begin to tell a story, but the goal is each of us says what the next word. So I would say once, and then you would say upon, and then yeah, yeah, kind of a similar type of concept to that, but it gives but longer. You know, yeah, it'd be uh, it'd be you know maybe we we put parameters of like each person writes a paragraph uh, or a chapter to the next story. I mean, rather than just one word at a time, you know, cause we're, yeah, no, we should definitely do that. I love it. Okay. Other, uh, other ideas. Uh, obviously we like to talk about uh, superhero movies in particular, but we could do, you know, a podcast where we do movie reviews. In fact, Oof. there is somebody uh, in my community. Um, they're called saw it twice movie reviews. And they're a family group and they, they do stuff on Instagram. Uh, if we did a movie review podcast or something like that, there's somebody we could feature and, and invite to interview on our, our podcast and collaborate. Dude, that'd be fun. I, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you and I could talk a mile about movies, like yeah. all the movies. I mean, we already talked about black Panther for like what? 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah yeah quite a bit i mean like we didn't go into detail but like we oh although i did go on several tangents about marvel in general so we know that we're good we're big marvel fans for sure as far as the movies go right exactly so okay um speaking of which when we were off the mic you mentioned uh that you were having thoughts and feelings about the new batman movie with uh edward i mean excuse me Robert Oof. Patterson, Oof. it is? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, Robert man. Patterson. 
I was, I was going to say, I think that's the going to be the hardest thing for me to stomach is just knowing that that is Edward. <laughs> I just, I think you had a little bit uh, closer relationship to the Twilight movies than I did. Um, I really had a hard time with it. And, and it's just weird seeing Robert Patterson, Edward, as Batman to me. But that, that doesn't mean I'm not going to like it. That's not what I'm saying. I just, uh, I got I to get over that. Huh. Well, okay. So let me clarify. I'm not a Twilight fan. Whatever. In any you are a closeted Twilight fan and you know it. No, 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 no. <laughs> now, have I seen all of them? Yes, I have seen all of them. Did you clap your hands uh, and squeal like I a little girl them? when they came out? Yes. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I did okay, see so them. You... They were okay. I wouldn't say I'd like want to own them, but I will give because I know a lot of people share that same thought because yes, Robert Pattinson played Edward Cullens. I I know everyone's like, ugh, the moody vampire. Why? Why is he getting a chance at Batman? Well, you know, I think I think honestly, he honestly he deserves a little bit of a shot at something different because I know that ever since I mean before Twilight, he was also known for his role as Cedric Diggory in the Harry Potter series. I mean, he only got right. to be in the one movie where he died, but he did really right. well in that film. He should have been a much more prominent character in that in my opinion as well. I don't think Yeah. I don't think that uh I had enough time to develop a connection to him in the Harry Potter uh, movies in order for yeah, me to feel which, what I should have felt at the end. Which I don't think like you were supposed to, not really. And it's also kind of hard to convey like attachment with some character that's only truly spoken about in the one book. Right. Like, cause I don't recall him being, and I, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some Harry Potter fans. Like, no, he, he was definitely in the other books. He gets mentioned. Yeah, he probably did. Yeah, but, but he like, wasn't really know like much about a character. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't much of a character until the book that he's important in because he steals Cho Chang from Harry Potter, trying to be able to attempt to date her anyway. But um, no, he did a great job in portraying that character. And then he gets his Edward Cullen role. And then everyone's like, oh, he's just, oh, I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> but uh, I don't know how much of a fact this is. But what I heard was that uh, when he was given the role of Edward Cullen and like he was doing the shots for the first film, he, you know, as any actor would, he, you know, came in with a certain method of how he believed Edward would act and behave around Bella. But it, uh, the director said, like, he continuously asked him to, like, give him less. He was acting too much. So hmm. the portrayal that he has given is him acting on zero, on level zero. You know, for a guy which, who doesn't, uh, doesn't like, uh, like Twilight, you sure know a lot about it. Well, I, I mainly know this just because I feel like he, he needs his due. He needs to be okay, told, like, everyone needs enough. to give him a little bit of a chance because I do believe that any actor does not want to just skate by on just zero emotion out of a character. Right. I mean, granted, did he get a lot of money from that whole franchise? Uh, yeah. Oh, and yeah, I think that's course. why he didn't walk away from it. But now I'm sure he made a decent amount of money even for his small role in Harry Potter. Oh, Absolutely. Um, but I think that, I think that what he probably hates is that now because he's was he's now known as Edward Cullen in the in the in Hollywood, like I mean because I know he did a lot of independent movie films. Like I know he's in a lot of indie films, which is where he probably got a lot of work in exploring his his emotional range as an actor. But like mainstream stuff, it's been probably kind of hard for him. And this is one of those yeah. first films. It's a major character. It's Batman. It's the Batman. So I kind of I'm interested. I don't know if he'll do it justice because, yes, I do perceive him as a boy, but I know he's not. I know he's not. No, he's, and I know he's that he our age, ability. if not older, I, I believe, and Something, we're both in yeah. our thirties. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, we, we won't know until we see it, until we watch him. He might show us that he actually has what it takes to be the Batman, but mm -hmm. we won't know until we try. I think giving him, like, just based off of his 
Twilight stuff, I think that's not giving him enough of a chance, I think. Okay. I think that's where a lot of people are stuck. And, and fair enough. And if it's if it's any consolation, and this is obviously going to be a very divided uh, opinion, but my oh, yeah, favorite maybe. Batman, my favorite Batman uh, was and still is Christian Bale. I know a lot of people like Ben Affleck. I don't. Uh, no offense if you do, but um, Christian Where Bale. Where the other drugs going? <laughs> Where's Rachel? <laughs> I love Christian Bale. Uh, you know, I, I think he was great. And, you know, he's a British actor. And so is Robert Pattinson. So maybe yes. maybe Batman is just British inside. And uh, maybe uh, it'll, it'll just work maybe. out because it's a British actor. <laughs> That's, that, is, yep. that is clearly me going way off in the outfield of being like, why well, I think I'll like it. But, you know, you never know, last guy I liked was British. And maybe the next British actor I'll like as well. I also like, yeah. okay. Yeah, I also like, and I have a tendency uh, to to kind of kind of like darker cinema, which is just strange. I don't know why I do, but I, I have a tendency to like darker cinema. And the Dark Knight series was was kind of dark and seedy. Those were very much villain movies, though. I mean, they were very very heavily based on on the the story of the villain themselves. Um, but I. I I do like that. And from the trailer that has been released on the new one, it does seem like it might have that very dark feel to it, which I, I think is very befitting of a Batman movie. Yeah. Well, why don't we, uh, why don't we do a sign off and uh, thank our, our, our listener for listening? Yes. Thank you for finding our lonely podcast and gracing us with your presence and your ear. I, I hope that we were able to tickle the ivories or I know that's probably not the right phrase to be using, but like Wait, so play the we, piano. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, I hope that we, 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 we did some good. We did some, uh, we did you good. Just, just helping you keep you entertained for this past little while. Yeah. And uh, hope that you could come back and visit us again. Obviously, we're still a work in progress, a podcast called The Podcast. Not sure about the working <laughs> title, but it's, it's probably been on. taken. We probably can't use it. Yeah, probably not. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what we got. Okay. And, you know what? Uh, we'll obviously be able to have some kind of a social media where you can follow us and be able to ask us questions so that we can maybe read out of a mailbox and just really uh, get kind of like more of a, more of a rhythm with you guys. You know, yeah. I think that's what we want is to be able to feel like you guys are a part of this as much as we are. So, right. Yeah. We, we want you to, uh, to feel free to, to contact us. Obviously this is our very first episode and we've, yes. we've gone, you know, you know, to every topic that, that we really haven't had a focus is what I'm trying to get at, but we hope to find yes. our rhythm, hope to get that and hope that you can be a part of it. So um, again, I'm Tyrell. Thanks for listening. And, and I'm uh, Will. Yep. Thank you for listening, everybody. And as a special uh, good night, I know that I was asked to do this impression at the beginning. I just remembered that I didn't do it. So here's just, just for you guys signing off. Why are there so many songs about <laughs> rainbows? And what's on the other side? Hi ho! There you go. There you go. That's Kermit the Frog for you. Oh man, I'm so to sing the whole thing. You've been listening to Two Peas One Pod. Thank you.